Hi gang, thanks for downloading this classic episode of News Fighters. Just a reminder, if you're looking for new original episodes of News Fighters, they're now over on the Irrational Fear podcast feed. So search for Irrational Fear on your podcasting app or go to irrationalfear.com for all new episodes of News Fighters. In the meantime, enjoy this classic News Fighters episode. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Sands Pants Radio. Australia's most biased podcast network. This is News Fighters, where we fight the news so you don't have to. With Dylan Behan. Yes, hello fighters, welcome to News Fighters for today, May the 12th, 2021. I'm recording this at like 2 in the morning, and if you're wondering why I'm up so late, well, I'll give you one guess what yesterday was. Well, crack open the champagne, it is budget day, folks. Who's excited? (laughs) (laughs) Happy budget day! You know, this is my Christmas, guys. I'm so excited. It's budget day. It's like the Melbourne Cup for finance, nerds. There's other news around as well. Budget day already? But I haven't fully recovered yet from... Beef week. Beef week. Beef week. I'm here in beef week. Beef week. Beef week. Beef week. Beef week. Yes, beef week, of course, is like budget week but with less pork. And as Koshi said, there's a lot of other news happening as well. A current affair on Nine didn't touch the budget at all on budget night. You know, they've been covering a lot of other more important topics lately. Over the years, we've tracked down our fair share of crooks, but Bert is in a class all of his own. He's responsible for a brazen daylight robbery, snatching a woman's Tiffany earring during a selfie. And by the way, Bert's an emu. An emu ate my earring. Okay, moving on from a jewellery thieving flightless idiot bird to a bunch of them in Canberra. Oh boy, I'm re- I'm recording this very sleep deprived. <laughs> this is the third budget we've covered on News Fighters. The first one in 2019 was, of course, the pre-election back in the black budget. Well, Australia is back in the black. Back in black, he Instagrams. The budget going back in black. Back in the black. Back in black. Back in black. The budget is back in the black and Australia is back on track. Yes, that was the budget where they announced, yes, of course, we're back in surplus next year. Oh, no, wait, coronavirus, never mind. And then the 2020 budget last October was about 
blow cushioning. The budget will cushion the blow. To cushion the blow. As the federal government tries to cushion the blow of the pandemic. To cushion the blow. Okay, and on to Josh Frydenberg's 2021 budget speech. And the first big theme this year was, hey, give us a break. We're recovering. Tonight, I outline the Morrison government's plan to secure Australia's economic recovery. Australia's economic recovery is now well underway. A stimulus measure that will support the recovery, a sustainable recovery, and ensure that we secure Australia's economic recovery. And the other big theme was, hey, aren't you glad you don't live in another country? Around the world, there are more than 800,000 new COVID cases every day. We are better placed than nearly any other country in the world to meet the economic challenges that lie ahead. The United Kingdom, France and Italy have all contracted by more than 8%. Japan and Canada by around 5%. Australia, just 2.5%. On the health front, the catastrophic loss of life seen elsewhere has been averted. Of course, being a budget announcement, there was a lot of spending money on things. Handing down a budget focusing on growth and economic recovery. There'll be billions spent on aged care, childcare, creating jobs and targeting women. Yes, Canberra politicians targeting women with money instead of harassment for a change. Uh, The media is focused on one certain aspect of the budget. See if you can spot it here. Well, this year's budget will be a -a spend-a-thon. It's a -a spend-a-thon budget. A -a spend-a-thon. So basically it's spend, spend, spend. It's all about spend, spend, spend. So tonight will be a spending spree. A high spending affair. A big spending budget. Another big spending budget. Hey, big spender. (laughs) And also, even though nobody uses cash anymore, There was a lot of cash splashing. Josh Frydenberg's budget is going to have the cash flowing freely. There'll be a major cash splash, a cash splash. This cash splash won't hurt the coalition's chances of re-election. We'll include cash splashes. Yes, so this budget was a cash splash, quite different to the pre-election budget in 2019. Plus a cash splash. Well, there's certainly a cash splash. The Treasurer is splashing cash. The great thing about these uh, three-year non-fixed electoral terms we have in Australia is... uh, Every second budget is basically just a pre-election cash splash budget. Even Sky News were flabbergasted at the spending. One thing's clear, money seems no obstacle. Seems as though every hand that's out will be accommodated. There's debt everywhere, but the spending goes on. A pre-election budget packed with debt and deficit with no clear path to paying it back. A new world order for this government. Very simply, money doesn't matter. You can just spend and spend and spend. Meanwhile, at the ABC, Andrew Proben, knowing his target audience, had to compare the budget to a dated 70s disco song. Well, this is the hot chocolate budget. Everyone's a winner, Lee. That's the truth. Yeah, that's only because there's no song called I'm in debt and deficit. But there'll also be plenty of debt to the tune of $1 trillion, according to the forecast. I think the deficit's going to get down to $57 billion by the end of the forward estimates. That's still higher than Labor ever chalked up. There's so much debt, uh, there's so much deficit build-up year on year, that idea of fiscal conservatism has just been thrown right out the window. Yeah, there's going to be so much debt that Insiders host David Spears even listed it twice. Well, as the Treasurer will say on budget night, this pandemic isn't over. Risks and uncertainties abound. 
if that justifies more big spending on debt and debt. But don't worry about all this debt and debt. Uh, Josh Frydenberg has an idea on how to pay it back. Does that mean we're going to see something in this budget for affordable childcare, potentially free preschool for three and four year olds? Look, I'm not going to get into uh, the budget uh, speculation. If I had a dollar for every uh, budget speculation question I've had, uh, I'd be a richer person, that's for certain. You'd be able to pay off our debt. (laughs) Uh, Well, not quite. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because he'd have to get asked one trillion times, which if it took five seconds for each question, would take approximately 150,000 years. That gives you an idea how much debt we're talking about. It's a lot of debt. So what's behind this debt and spendathon strategy? Well, the coalition will tell you it's about jobs. In a significant policy shift, the Morrison government is now targeting an unemployment rate under 5%, lower than it was before the pandemic. That means big spending on economic growth to drive job creation up, unemployment down and leaving any belt tightening for future budgets. It's about fiscal policy resetting and recalibrating for recovery and importantly about trying to drive growth as strong as possible to get to full employment. Yes, the coalition is using debt to help create and save jobs mostly their own at the next election, or, as Frydenberg describes it... Well, the way to repair the budget is to repair the economy. When you repair the economy, you repair the budget. And so you repair the economy, you end up repairing the budget. So the key to repairing the budget is to repair the economy. Yes, but hang on, you you run the budget. It's a bit like saying the only way to improve service at the restaurant is to improve the restaurant. I mean, you could just put the prices up, i.e., Taxes aren't, no, wait, you're the coalition. You'd rather lose an election than put up taxes on rich people. I forgot. Okay, so what's in the 2021 budget? Well, stick around and I'll run you through some of the big measures shortly. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Okay, so what are some of the big announcements in this year's budget? Well, first up, 
there's childcare. In this budget, we are making a further and targeted $1.7 billion investment in childcare. Yes, an extra $1.7 billion for childcare, which I've heard covers about 15 days worth if you if you shop around and can actually uh, can actually get a placement. The federal government wants to make childcare more affordable, <laughs> pledging $1.7 billion to increase the childcare subsidy for families with two or more children to 95%. The $1.7 billion package will see the childcare subsidy increase up to 95% for parents with more than one child under the age of five. The government will also remove the 10000 annual cap for families on more than $180,000 a year. Okay, so let's look closer at this policy. If you're lucky enough to be a family that earns over $180,000 and or you have two or more children, both at childcare age and childcare at the same time, which is only about one in four families using child there, then congratulations, you'll be getting more of a subsidy. And we all know what subsidies do, don't we, ScoMo? Every time you subsidise something, it always pushes the price up. Instead of never-ending subsidies, Labor and the Greens are calling for universal childcare. Our policy is to move towards universal provision of affordable childcare. And it can be done. Our cousin country, Canada has just announced uh, cheap universal childcare in their budget. The federal finance minister making a big promise to Canadian parents in the 2021 federal budget. Christian Freeland says by 2026, a day of childcare will cost an average of just $10. $10 a day for childcare? Jeez, even uh, hobo underemployed podcasters in their pyjamas might even consider having kids if it, was, if it was that cheap. Okay, and then another woman-targeted measure in the budget was... A housing announcement. The dream of home ownership could be within reach for thousands of single parents tonight with as little as a 2% deposit. Supporting 10,000 single parents to purchase a home with as low as a 2% deposit. Because so many single parent families are led by women, a woman's home will now be her castle as well. All right, great. Getting single parents into home ownership. Sounds good to me. Let's just uh, let's just check in on uh, housing affordability. How are how are house prices at the moment for people looking to buy in say Sydney? Sydney's property market has reached a new peak. The median house price is now above 1.3 million dollars. We've seen Sydney house prices jump by 103,000 over the first 3 months of this year. Data compiled exclusively for Nine News by Rate City reveals with a 20% deposit, a household needs to earn at least $147,000 a year to afford a home at the current median price of $1.1 million. That jumps to $177,000 if you want to avoid mortgage stress. Just a quick question, Mr Friedberg. How many single parents do you know making $170,000 a year? Because I don't know any. But don't worry, there is a way... Uh, to make it more affordable, uh, you make it so they can only buy cheap shit boxes. Those who are eligible will face caps on house prices, $700,000 in Sydney, $600,000 in Melbourne, $475,000 in Brisbane and $400,000 in other capital cities. Yes, because $400,000 will definitely buy you a spacious abode in most of the capital cities and prices definitely won't shoot up over the limit at auction like has been happening happening at every single auction lately. I mean, God, even Alan Jones is incredulous at how poorly designed this program is. Now, even a $400,000 home, 
Terry, I don't know where you find that. Would need yeah. an 8,000 deposit. <laughs> what? Well, surely at least this program's accessible for a lot of single parents to be able to access, right? But the program will be capped, available to only 10,000 singles with dependents over a four-year period. There are about a million single-parent families around Australia. This will help about 10,000 a year. OK, and then what about those of us who aren't single parents? Well, good news. The Coalition has got a solution to help you buy your first house. And of course, it's the same solution they have for absolutely everything. You have to raid your super. First home buyers will also be able to access more of their superannuation for a home deposit. The limit raised from thirty dollars to $50,000. Yes, $50,000 in super for young people. That will literally be all their super. Hey, kids, hope you like eating canned beans in retirement because that's all you're going to be able to afford now. Oh, and speaking of retirement, uh, onto one of the biggest announcements in the budget, which was aged care. A cash splash on aged care will be a centrepiece of the federal budget when it's handed down on Tuesday night. The government says the budget will make the biggest ever investment in aged care. We commit $17.7 billion in targeted and practical new funding to significantly improve the system. Okay, sounds good, but uh, every stakeholder seems to agree it's not enough. Unions declaring the government's aged care funding too small even before it's released. Nowhere near the $7 billion a year independent economists say is needed to fix the system. Not convinced the commitment of at least $10 billion over the next four years will be enough. One policy think tank estimating that amount would be needed in a single year to create any real change. And while the aged care package had many things that people wanted, like increased home packages, uh, mandated time ratios for nurses, well... Here's Anne Connolly from Four Corners actually spelling it out. It's not the reform that we're talking about. They have rejected the idea that there should be a registered nurse on 24-7. They have rejected the idea that there should only be geriatricians and psychiatrists um, prescribing antipsychotics. So, and, and also the transparency about the funding that's going to the sector. That's not there either. So the sector is getting a lot more money, but in terms of it being tied to more staff, that's not obvious at all. I mean, they're talking about um, 80,000 home care places. There's already 120,000 waiting on the list already. That 80,000 doesn't come in for two years. Anyways, if we're constantly comparing the budget to a uh, classic rock and pop songs, I think the aged care section reminds me of the classic line from the Who's My Generation, hope I die before I get old. Okay, now onto something hopefully a bit less depressing. Infrastructure. The centrepiece of the federal government's budget will see more than $10 billion spent on major infrastructure projects. Building the infrastructure our economy needs for the future with our 10-year, $110 billion infrastructure program. All right, sounds good. Let's take a listen to some of those great infrastructure projects that are being funded. It includes half a billion dollars for the Princes Highway on the south coast. There's also $240 million for a new interchange at Mount Oosley. $307 million to upgrade Pakenham Road, $203 million for Monash, $56 million for the Hall Road upgrade, with another $30 million going toward the Western Port Highway upgrade. So $310 million in new money will pay for a bypass at Truro and duplicate parts of the Augusta Highway. 
Canberra is also spending $87 million improving one of the M5's busiest intersections at Moorbank Avenue. We're investing $2.03 billion into the Katoomba, Lithgow, Great Western Highway, East and West sections. We're investing money uh, into Charters Towers freight rail, uh, freight, freight roads. We're investing money into the Bass Highway. Yes, Infrastructure Minister Michael McCormack there. I'm finding it interesting that uh, in America, Joe Biden defines infrastructure like this. With modern roads, bridges, highways, broadband, ports and airports, rail and mass transit. But it also depends on having reliable high-speed internet in every home. Because today's high-speed internet is infrastructure. And here in Australia, the coalition defines infrastructure like this. Building roads. The roads, 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 and roads, road safety upgrades. All right, all this sounds great, but personally, up until now, I didn't feel like there was anything in this budget for me. Until I heard this. There's a hop in the step of Australian brewers and distillers are in high spirits too. With news the budget will deliver them a big tax break. Tax relief for around 1,000 small brewers and distillers across the nation. Yes, great. A tax break for craft beer. This budget really does have something for absolutely everyone. And didn't Josh Frydenberg do his homework? Here he is announcing the policy a couple of weeks ago at Bent Spoke Brewing in Canberra. I repeat... Bent Spoke Brewing. A lot of these have become household names, like Bespoke here. Well, clearly not a household name in your household. Not like they made the top-rated craft beer in the country last year or anything. All right, so wrapping up, the Murdoch-owned Sky News actually seemed somewhat all right with this big spending, big debt budget. Does debt matter or not? That seems to be the question for some, and I think the answer is, does it actually matter? Yes. Does it matter to... 25 million people in the country all at once? No. If you don't have an intention to undertake the big projects now, when money's incredibly cheap and will be for some time, and you can spend without copying any political fallout, you're actually never, ever going to do it. Yeah, and Chris Smith at Sky News argued that while you're spending all this money, why don't you spend it on the one thing Australia really needs? What about a big ticket item like an inquiry into new modular nuclear plants so we understand the benefits of them and talk about getting rid of the law forbidding the use of uranium for energy? Sure, why not? You use enough nuclear energy, we might not need to worry about the aged care sector at all anymore. Maybe maybe that's his grand plan. All right, and while we're on Sky News, what ridiculous thing did, did Andrew Bolt want to see the... Uh, the coalition spend money on. But first, there's one thing I do really want to see in tomorrow's budget. Spending to give us a proper quarantine system. Ha, good one, Andrew Bolt, but let's face it, never going to happen. So a lot of media people uh, in summing up this budget said that uh, even though it's from the coalition, it largely resembled a Labor budget. In a lot of ways, it's hard to distinguish Mm. this from a Labor budget. I mean, it's a bit of a cliche, but it could be a Labor budget insofar as it it funds aged care, disabilities, mental health, low and middle income earners get a tax cut. It is the most Labor-like Liberal budget you've probably ever seen. Uh, This is a budget that's will contain many features that the Labor Party would be proud of. So, of course, being a Labor budget, Labor hated it. This budget will, of course, still be the largest deficit 
in Australian political history. This budget is wholly and solely a budget to get the Morrison government through an election. The budget tonight will be a Morrison Keeper budget. A lot of money thrown at a lot of political problems uh, to get the government uh, through another election. Uh, it, it reminds me a bit of a, a, a vegan a vegan Big Mac, you know, where's the meat? Uh, it's a, a nothing burger. This is like a showbag budget. A budget that looks pretty flashy, but when you take it home, only lasts a few days or a few weeks. Yes, it is a lot like a showbag budget in that the last time I went to the Easter show and bought showbags, I also felt like I went into a trillion dollars worth of debt. And as many pointed out, this also looked like a pre-election budget. This is effectively a pre-election budget. Sounding more and more like a pre-election budget. If it looks like and it smells like a, an election budget, then it is an election budget, is it not? It all points to an early election to me. And well, with Labor having had all their policies stolen in this budget, I get the feeling that when there is an election, expect to see Scott Morrison and his coalition buddies happier at the result than Koshy on Budget Day. Happy Budget Day! <laughs> All right, that's News Fighters for today, May the 12th, 2020. News Fighters is written, presented and produced by me, Dylan Bain, for Sans Pants Radio. Rumour is I might be appearing on Irrational Fear this week, so check out the Irrational Fear podcast for me. Also, probably talking about the budget, but hopefully less sleep-deprived. Uh, we've got a new website. We're on Substack. So uh, sign up at newsfighters.com and I can send you the Substack newsletter for free every time I release a new episode. We're also now on Instagram. Check us out at newsfighterspod. All right, that's all for this week. Keep fighting and bye for now. This is News Fighters, where we fight the news so you don't have to. <laughs> what? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.